Welcome to Recharting Your Life with Hope. I'm Hope Cook, creator and host. I'm a mom, physician assistant, writer, and life coach. Two years ago, I was feeling stuck, restless, overwhelmed, and I felt like I wasn't where I was supposed to be, but I had no idea what that even meant. And the crazy part is my life had turned out pretty awesome, at least on paper, but I couldn't figure out what was wrong or why I felt out of alignment. A series of books and podcasts and conversations changed my life and revealed my next journey one step at a time. My purpose right now is to help you wake up to your soul's purpose by sharing conversations with amazing women who've walked in your shoes. Keep listening and the answers to your next step will come, I promise. We're all here for a reason, and I'll help you figure out what that is so you don't have to waste another minute sleepwalking through your life. I definitely don't have it all figured out, so I'll also share the ups and downs of my own journey with you. So if you've been thinking about hiring a life coach, or if you have no idea what a life coach is, and you're thinking, well, I don't know, I probably need one because I'm stuck, and a lot of what Hope says sort of resonates with me call me. Well, actually, don't call me. Let's let's schedule a time to talk. So you can email me hope.cook at gmail.com or go to my website, coachhopecook.com. And there's a place on there you can schedule a free discovery call. And what I've started doing is offering sort of a mini coaching session for free because so many people don't know what life coaching is. So you have nothing to lose. There's no pressure. So I highly recommend it. Hello and happy Wednesday. For those of you who get my Sunday newsletter, you will be familiar with this because I mentioned it in my newsletter. It's a coaching tool called the Living Space Tool, and it's something I'm learning from Martha Beck. Um, For those of you who haven't listened to previous episodes, I'm in a life coaching program and I am devouring and loving all these cool tools. I mean, we've done dream analysis, body analysis, like all these neat things. And um, I just feel like I have like discovered a candy store or something. So this one is really cool and I've had a chance to use it a few times and it has blown me away. It's called a living space or the living space tool. And the theory behind it is sort of how you do anything is how you do everything. So if your life is sort of in chaos, your house is going to be in chaos or at least parts of it, maybe not the whole thing. If you tend to stuff stuff in a closet, then you're You may have areas of your life where you stuff things um, that you don't want to deal with. If you have um, sort of OCD about your house, about how clean it is, you may have OCD about other areas of your life being, you know, quote unquote clean. So here's here's how you do it. And it's fine if you know what where I'm going with it. So if you're a client and we're doing this, it's not like I'm trying to trick you into telling me about your life. It's fine if you know where we're going ahead of time. But here's how it works. And I'll give you a real life example um, from when I was coached on it. Okay, so you sort of walk through your house in your mind and and you could actually walk through your house too, but you pick an area that you love. It may be an entire room. It could be an area, you know, one lady told me about her fireplace with her two chairs and her really soft rug. Um, For me, it's my kitchen because it's light. It's full of um, 
like it's it's got a lot of space. It's white. It I feel creative. Um, and then you describe how you feel in that space or in that room. Another client described his um, living room, and he said there were huge windows, and so he feels open and. Um, but also at the same time, a sense of coziness in his living room. So just think about your one of your favorite areas of your house. And it could even be as small as a shelf or a drawer that you've organized. Just an area that you like. And then I want you to write down, if you're not driving, how you feel when you're in that space. And use adjectives, you know, describe why you love it. If you were describing it to a blind person, how would you describe it? Okay, and then, and so this, for me, this was my kitchen. I feel creative in my kitchen. I feel inspired. I feel um, motivated. So that's when I'm in my kitchen, I'm getting stuff done. I'm creating new dishes. Uh, I feel organized. My husband would totally disagree with this. He hates the way I organize the kitchen, but I'm the one who cooks. So anyway, um, where do I not like my house? So I, I have a few areas that I don't like. One of them is our office. So you have to walk through our office to get to our bedroom. It's at the top of the stairs. Um, it's not really our office. It's my husband's office, but it's also where our one and only TV is. So if we're going to have movie night, we'll all pile up there. Um, it's also where we keep old pictures that we haven't hung. And we've lived in this house for 12 years, but the house is old. It has plaster walls. So you have to be really, you have to use the picture molding, you know, those strips of wood at the top of the seal or the top of the wall. And so it's a big hassle to hang pictures. So these pictures are all stacked up in a corner um, and they have been there for quite a while. So that is what bothers me is that the office itself, because it's like it doesn't really know what it wants. It's it's sort of a hallway slash uh, den slash office. Um, it's also where you have to walk through the office to get to the bathroom upstairs. So if my husband's ever on a Zoom call and I have to run to the restroom or I have to go downstairs, then I crawl so that I don't get in the way of his camera and, you know, try to discreetly get past the Zoom video. Um, so then I describe how I feel when I'm in that room. I feel frustrated, cluttered. Um, I want to avoid it. Um, I feel sort of, I mean, ashamed is a little bit strong, but if somebody ever says, oh, can I see your house? I really hate that they have to walk through that room. So those are all the things I feel with that area. Um, for the the guy who, with his living room, he had an area in his bedroom that was just messy. Like the shelves were not organized. Um, he said that, you know, his son played in that area. So that's his little books and his toys and little things like that were all sort of clustered in this one space. Um I talked to another client, and for her, it was an upstairs um, porch, and she said that it was just a mismatch of furniture and um, kind of unwanted things that had piled up on this porch upstairs. 
So describe how you feel when you're in that space. And then the next thing you do is you sort of think about how you could make the physical space that you don't like feel or look more like the space that you do like. So because mine was my kitchen, it was open, I feel creative. Um, How can I bring that energy into the space upstairs? And before you get all overwhelmed, because this is like this is like watching a TV show, that Marie Kondo show. That's what it feels like. But here's the kicker. I don't want you to go declutter. That's not what this is about. This is about just imagining what you could do to bring more light, more creativity, more freedom, whatever it is you felt in the in the space you liked into the space you don't like. So I thought about it and my first response was, well, I could take those pictures and hang them up. But you don't want to go there. You want to take the smallest possible step. So it was called a turtle step. So you want to take the itty bittiest little step you can. So that's a huge step. Like to hang pictures, I've got to order all the uh, crown molding, picture molding stuff. Um, My husband has to help me lift it, measure it, you know, make sure we get the wire correct. It's a big deal. And if I wanted to do it so bad, why haven't I done it before now? It's because it's a hassle and because I don't have decision fatigue about where to hang the pictures. So I thought about, you know, what would be a tiny little turtle step? And what popped into my head was get rid of the pictures. And so I thought, you know, we've some of them have pictures of our family. Some of them have drawings from that my kids have done. Some of them are paintings that we paid money for. So this is very revealing. Even though we're just talking about a space, we're just talking about an area where you have something stacked up. How you do anything is how you do everything. So in our living space um, class, one thing they said was when you make a choice about objects that you bring into your space, where you put them and whether to remove them, you're following psychological directives that also shape every other aspect of your life. So if you feel overwhelmed by tasks and people, then it may be that your home is overcrowded with stuff. So by looking at these things in this room and how I also avoid them. So I don't even want to look at them. When I'm walking through the di- through the office, I avert my eyes. I've become numb to those objects. I don't even see them anymore. Um, and I really just want to get rid of them. So the last part of this coaching tool is to ask the client if there are areas of their life where they also have clutter, where they also have things that they have become numb to that they just prefer not to see anymore and that they've shoved into a corner. Um, and usually something will pop up and it, it may not even pop up that moment, but during the next week or two weeks, they may say, oh my gosh, that is my relationship with my, um, you know, my sister or whatever. They'll, they'll sort of think of something that they've shoved into the corner. Um, for me, this um, shoving stuff into the corner I do this, I'm very good at compartmentalizing. So I do shove things like worrying about income or taxes or thinking about, uh, you know, saving money for college or any number of things I shove and sort of put in a corner and I don't want to think about it. 
I also would really like to just get rid of some things. So just like those pictures, when I thought about hanging them up, that felt way too overwhelming. So if I if I imagine doing all the things like doing taxes, meeting with a lawyer and, you know, doing a will and last testament, which we already have. I'm just giving examples um, that can all feel completely overwhelming. And my tendency is just I want to get rid of them. Same thing with um, things in my life. I just want to get rid of hard things. Glennon Doyle has a podcast called You Can Do Hard Things or We Can Do Hard Things. And it's so true. But um, for those of us who are avoiders, like this is this is going to be very telling when you start telling me about your space that you don't like and the reasons that you don't like it and how it makes you feel. Um, for the lady with the the crowded porch, my question may be something along the lines of um, where in your life do you feel like there's a mismatch of um, of stuff hanging out? Where do you feel like you're you're putting all the things that you don't want to deal with? So you can see how how this could be a metaphor for life. Um, it also makes it easier for people to talk about. So instead of just being confrontational about, you know, where which relationships suck in your life, instead you're asking about an area of their house or, you know, you could even describe your car. Have y'all ever heard that <clears throat> how your car is is often reflective of your life? So same thing with my car. I have little bits of grass from our yard all in my floorboard all the time. I will vacuum it out, get real motivated, and then it looks like crap again. It's also become, my husband calls it my thrift store in the trunk. Like just, there's a lamp back there now. There are grocery bags. There's a couple of books that I meant to donate. Um, All kind of stuff. So I'm not saying I'm a messy person, but your car will reveal a lot about you. You know, I I do tend to... um, have a lot of things going on at once. So I may be doing a podcast, um, shopping online for a teacher gift, um, scheduling a coaching call, you know, all these things at once. Whereas if I would focus my energy on one task at a time, I could probably get a whole lot more done. If I could focus my energy on cleaning out my car weekly, like one day a week, just do it and make a concerted effort to keep it clean, then that's going to, um, Obviously, that's more ideal than just like throwing stuff in my car. So I know this is this podcast itself has been a little disjointed today. So maybe that's, you know, how you do anything is how you do everything. (laughs) All right. So I want y'all to try this. If you would like for me to lead you through it, I'm happy to. Sometimes it's helpful if somebody else is asking you the questions. Um. But anyway, I want you to use it to get a sense of how you are doing things in your life. And once you make a turtle step towards making the physical space more like the space that you would like to have, and and it really has to be a turtle step. For me, um, I did another coaching call where it was a bedside table. The bedside table had all these books stacked on it, two or three pairs of reading glasses. Um, and the turtle step was to just take the books back to the library that weren't being used and to put one pair of glasses up. So it can be a tiny little turtle step. You'll often find that when you get started, you'll do way more than you were planning to do. Um, 
then you look at how you can make a turtle step in your life issues. So whatever the metaphor was for your real life. So for me, it may be that I, I stuff stuff. You know, I, I avoid stuff. I don't want to deal with certain hard things. So what would be a turtle step that I could make? Um, for me, I sent my husband an email about taxes and about uh, certain deductions that had been on my mind. And I did not fire up TurboTax. I did not get out any papers. I did the, the tiniest little turtle step that I could, which was send an email that we needed to work on this. And here are two big deductions that I don't want to forget about. All right. I hope this has been helpful. Shoot me an email, hope.cook at gmail.com, if you want to connect on a deeper level. y'all for listening. It was so much fun talking to you today. All right. If you are ready to make some major changes in your life, if you're at the point where you are sick and tired of feeling stuck and directionless, and you really don't know what to do next or where to go, maybe it's time we had a little chat. So I have it set up on my website. You can schedule a free 30-minute discovery call, and we'll sit down and decide if we're a good fit. Maybe you'd prefer group coaching. Maybe you need one-on-one coaching, or maybe you just want to talk and and say hello. So go on over to my website. It's coachhopecook.com. That's H-O-P-E-C-O-O-K.com, and schedule the free discovery call. And I can't wait to talk to you. So See you next week, and hopefully I'll talk to some of you before that.